Hello. <laughs> Sorry, who are you again? Just kidding. <laughs> I'm Ellie Chesterton, one of your co-hosts for Intox. We, we also never, ever introduce um, ourselves anymore, do we? We always yeah. just start talking and it's always like... It's just, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hello and welcome to the ninth episode of Intoxicology. I don't remember the last time we actually said the name of this podcast on the podcast. I know. it's uh, We're not really doing... Our- I'm so- I suppose people have clicked on it anyway, haven't they? So... They know what the name yeah. of it is to to have got here. One would hope. Yeah. But um, welcome to a very, very special episode. I'm going to say it. Uh, because we have um, Ellie's fabulous uh, friend joining us all the way from the UK. Hello. Um, <laughs> Inez, why don't you <laughs> go ahead and Our uh, first ever yourself. guest of intoxicology welcome yeah i'm inez hein so yeah even though i'm in the uk now i do have an american accent because <laughs> i was raised there yeah america and uh where were you raised in the states in, can i ask that? so i lived in basically in chicago till i was 12 and then in atlanta so i like my childhood in atlanta my uh, teenage and young adult years in um in georgia yeah hmm Nice. I genuinely Sad have no one. idea where either of those places are. <laughs> yeah, so on one's the, the north and one's the south, and we have, and the U.S. has a much deeper uh, yeah. hatred between the two. The U.K. also has that north-south kind of <laughs> rivalry, but in there the U.S. Like... it's like when I moved down south, they were all like, oh, you're from the north, you're a Yankee, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's all good. <laughs> well, you belong here now. And that's yeah. all that matters. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, and now I find myself being like, oh, that's the south of England. They're different. <laughs> they they are very different. I'm I'm actually from the Midlands myself, so and mm-hmm. for it rather than being adopted by both sides, I'm excluded from rejected, both sides. Rejected, yeah. yeah re- the north says rejected. you're the south and the south says you're the north. <laughs> so yeah, oh. whenever I'm up north, they'll be like but you're from the south and whenever I'm from the south well not whenever I'm from the south whenever I'm down south which is literally <laughs> never to be fair because I don't want to go but down but they there. think it's the north yeah yeah and they're like you're so northern I'm like where well what where? I mean is when people are like oh yeah it's so British to do blank like I, I've just noticed you know um, for like people outside the UK will talk about like British things and it's always like southern English things like they don't yeah. talk about Scotland Wales they don't talk about the north of England it's just like London area <laughs> yeah well I think you know it's kind of funny I think uh having been back in the states for a while and like the funniest thing that I usually get is like my father bless him will sometimes like mistake the fact that because I was living in England mm. he thought I was living in London mm. so I think maybe some people just get confused and just think that actually England's just London and well, and, yeah. and that includes London, like Scotland and Wales as well I, I didn't know anything about like I've learned so much about like okay the UK is a country and it's got four countries Scotland Wales you know like all that stuff I didn't learn until 100%. I came here like I thought I was like okay I know and then I was like, what's Great Britain? What's UK? What's England? They're all kind of used all interchangeably. And then Wales is used as like a different country. And now, I, now I've now i got it, all my ducks in a row. But um, yeah, well, took some Googling. <laughs> to be honest, I've only recently, and when I say recently, I literally mean last week, 
learn and i exposed oh, no. myself i know i exposed myself to all of the phd students and postdocs because i was running a quiz um with the other postgrad reps um and so yeah we were running a quiz and one of the questions was like um it said that the uk was a country and i was like the uk isn't a country the uk like the uk is like made up of four countries and yeah no one pointed this out to me either and then afterwards only afterwards everyone corrected me and they were just like by the way you're wrong about that because it is actually one country that's made up of four countries and i was like i didn't even know that and i've lived here for my entire life (laughs) well and that makes no sense right because it's like england competes in the world cup as a country but then when you're talking about countries you just talk about the uk like you don't talk about well yeah so when it's the the olympics when it's the olympics isn't it's i think it's the, the uk altogether like it's the yeah. uk yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so knows? it's interesting because it's like certain things like six nations yeah which is rugby right like that's mm. like scottish welsh okay well, yeah we shouldn't go into <laughs> sports things? too much because then i don't know anything <laughs> i literally i'm lost already yeah okay yeah so i'm inez and i <laughs> um <laughs> I met Ellie in, um, well, so she's doing her PhD at, I don't, can I say the name? Do you guys talk? Yeah, I think, we have, okay. I think we have mentioned yeah. it. And also, okay, it's just yeah. one quick Google away, and I really don't think anyone cares that much. <laughs> that's true, that's true. So Ellie's doing her PhD at the University of Leeds, and I was doing my master's at Wageningen University, which is a university in the Netherlands. And then um, my boyfriend got a job in um, here in Yorkshire, so I... Uh, was looking for, t- I still had to do my internship before I graduated from my master's and um, I was just looking around anywhere near where he was g- going to be living and I uh, yeah, got a placement in the University of Leeds in her same little group mm. with the same supervisor um, so I was doing an internship yeah, for my master's and um, yeah, I also did work on with the Seychelles Warblers mm-hmm. using that gigantic database so um, we met there and I was just stunned by how smart, funny, and beautiful Ellie is. And... Sorry, who? <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, I missed that, Inez. Can you just, can you say that again? Can you just say that one more time, please? <laughs> Ellie needs a little extra affirmation today. Smart, beautiful, <laughs> and funny. Yeah, but I remember it's like, so I was there like November, December, January, Feb, and I don't think we were friends until January when, and I, I just don't remember seeing you. I don't know where you were those first two months. <laughs> Playing The Sims. But yeah, but mostly we bonded over our uh, shared love of karaoke. Katie just can't go over that. Because it's just oh so on brand, isn't it? Like, I work, I work from home. I work... F- okay. She can work Mo- from Yeah, home. and mostly I worked alone. Like, I just worked in the library at least. Like, I didn't see any of the, the group, really, so... No, yeah. no, Ellie's just a hermit. It's fine. <laughs> but you know what? We can go back. Even with that, though, like, now with coronavirus and everything, people always say to me, they're mm. like, but you you worked from home all the time anyway. You never really came in and worked at the desk. And I'm like, yeah, but I had the option... Yeah, mm. that makes you a difference. You the choice to say no. Yeah. So meeting you was was wonderful. Yeah. And we've been friends ever since. Okay, so, because it's kind of interesting. So, like, being from the States, I'm curious, like, did you do your undergrad in in the States or did you also do that abroad as well? 
Because yeah, so I've like found some people like would do their undergrad, their undergrad abroad, and then come back for their masters, or, and like change yeah. it up from the states at least. Like, how did you find it? Well, so what happened? Yeah, so I went to I did my undergrad at UGA, um, which is University of Georgia, okay. in Athens, mm-hmm. and um, with the Warnell School of uh, Forestry and Natural Resources. Oh. And um, my my degree was in wildlife. Um, okay. So. Um, yeah, so basically, but like, it was a wonderful degree. I, I freaking love that program, or else awesome. It's very, like, I had been thinking, should I do ecology or wildlife? And I chose wildlife, and I'm so glad I did, because the wildlife degree was so hands-on. Like, we actually went out trapping, mm-hmm. like, foxes and bobcats. We, like, did oh, miss... Oh, shit, that's so cool. We did, like, miss netting for birds and bats, and, and um, like, there was, like, we... Warnell has its own forest that you go out and you like measure the trees and you walk around and you have to like do take orientation class to make sure that you kind of know how to get around. If I, if I can, I would just like to say, um, my alma mater, Seattle, you, can you step it up? (laughs) I did not get this in my education. (laughs) Yeah. So like ecology is all like theoretical, you know, and just making graphs and talking and stuff. But the wildlife, like we did, like we did actual, like they have a deer barn where they do research on white-tailed deer and like we went down there and we talked about like the research they're doing on vision and stuff so it was like i love my that's undergrad that's so cool um the problem Shout out to uga yeah for real. I or have, at least warnell school i've never ever heard of a wildlife degree before i don't even know if they have that in england i'm sure yeah, they the probably problem have... is uk doesn't have wildlife so why would they have <laughs> that is that is a point <laughs> Um, no, I just get, yeah, sometimes uh, my boyfriend and I, who, he studied uh, tropical forestry in, um, in, in the Netherlands, but he worked a lot in Africa where he was, you know, he'd be walking, doing field work and he'd run into like um, chimps or elephants or whatever. So he's, he talks about how, you know, even though casual. they have badgers here and uh, foxes that m- most of the time when you're walking around, it's, you're not going to run into anything more exciting than a tit. So, <laughs> and even I think in my life as well, and I live in the countryside. Well, I'm from. I don't live in the countryside when I'm in Leeds, but I've grown up in the countryside. I've only seen a fox like mm. twice, as well. You know what's funny? You do see them. It's like, like having lived though. in London for like less than six months. I saw three foxes. The I was gonna say time. they li- they live in the cities a lot because I saw a couple in York, uh, um, w- like walking to work, like. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's like it's just like so it's like I think it's like our raccoons over here, yeah. and as of like raccoons. you just got like little fuzzy trash pandas at night, and they just so um do their so thing. so yes, yeah, so I did my undergrad there, but the problem was that it was really southeast focused. <laughs> so like we I did a dendrology class where I learned to identify like all the trees. Then in a lot of our wildlife classes, we learned about all the like little forbs and um, like flowers and all the stuff that wildlife use. We learned, you know, I had to memorize all 41 snakes. See, so how oh many snakes God. does... So there's three snakes in Europe. There's 41 in Georgia. So, you know, like, Casual. that's the kind of difference. That <laughs> I couldn't see. even I couldn't even name the three snakes in the UK. Yeah. I couldn't even name them so for you. We had I to, like, 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 be able to... garden. <laughs> I was naming the snakes in the UK. <laughs> I yeah, I think it's, like, the three that are in the Netherlands was, like, adder and... Oh, yeah, you have adders here as well. Yeah, we do. I'm looking at my boyfriend. <laughs> he's, he's naming them all. Friends. Anyway, um, so uh, so yeah, so the so it was all southeast focused, and I didn't want to stay in the southeast. I didn't like Georgia. I moved there when I was 12, like you know, and it was just such a big difference because like Georgia's like the 48th uh, ranked state for schooling, and like really? where I had moved from was like one of the best places to to 
yeah. send your kids to school. So like I could see as a sixth grader, the drastic change in like schooling. It was like, I went from this great school to all of a sudden, shit. <laughs> I shouldn't speak like that about Georgia. But. See, I did like the exact opposite from you. Like I went from like, si- like I went from sixth grade. I actually moved at the same time because mm. I moved it from fifth grade going to the sixth grade. Mm. And I moved from Pennsylvania, rural Amish mm. Pennsylvania to Utah, mm. which I moved to like this part of Utah that had a really, really good, ed- strong education. So I did the complete opposite where I was like, uh, okay. I think I'm very smart. I'm very <laughs> cool. And then it turned out that I was not in a great <laughs> school district. And then I like transferred yeah. and I was like, oh shit, yeah. I'm so screwed. Growing yes, up, I never... Oh. Sorry, Sorry, I was just about to chime in and talk about my childhood as well. <laughs> I remember in one of the first um, lectures in like, I, I don't know, one of my intro lectures, they did, they put up a graph and they said, coming from, like to get into this school, you were at the top of the bell curve. Now there's a new bell curve. All of you were in that small section. And now like, this is going to separate like the men from the boys. And I was just like, holy Oh no. <laughs> they love to try to scare you when you go into, into well, college, it works. I think. Which also can we talk about like how savage that is, is that schools are like, so you thought you were good, but now you're here and you actually shuck. And we're gonna see how much of you shuck shuck and how much of you don't shuck shuck. Honestly, like, I was in therapy at this point. Well like oh my school didn't do that, but Georgia Tech, which is one of the best like tech schools in um I think in the US yeah. and a lot of my friends went there and mm-hmm. they're they do their first like the in all the intro classes are purposefully like super hard like shit ton of work like mm-hmm. impossible yeah. exams because they're trying to get people who don't want to do it to drop out like that's literally yeah. the point of the first well, year I Just literally this... did so bad in my first year of biology at SU Seattle U I'm, I don't care saying it because it's true but my advisor told me to drop out of the biology program because oh, she dang. said I'd never make it and I was like oh, thank so you harsh. that's so harsh well, yeah. So when I moved to when I moved to Georgia, they uh, I had been I don't even know if I was in advanced classes, but because it was like a better school, I might have been like learning a little bit more advanced things. But my parents like went to the school and were like, she was in an advanced math course. And the, the, the people at the school, they're like, oh, well, you know, since she's moving and it's like a bit of a change and we don't know yet, like, you know, what what she was learning. I would don't recommend that you put her in the advanced course because she might not be able to keep up. And my parents were like, no, no, do it. And then uh, I did fine, and and like a, a teacher went back to my parents and was like, "Wow, we were so amazed to see that she actually did well." <laughs> like, thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah, I but think? yeah. So, um, so I didn't really <laughs> like Georgia, and I wanted, uh, I didn't want to find a career there. Um, so, but I struggled because I only had. Was that your dog? It was beans squeaking the chicken. <laughs> This is, I'll have to cut out uh, so much of beans just squeaking stuff in the background all the time. And honestly, sometimes I think I can't. we should leave it in personally. I like, think it's endearing. Beans yeah. is a living, breathing human, Ellie. Let him human. Live his life. It's fine. It's fine unless I'm talking because if Kate normally. Maybe I should have bu- like, dropped out of biology. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I um, always wanted to leave, but it was hard because I had so much specific Southeast experience and I could, it was hard to get jobs uh, out of that. So, I got a job doing environmental education for a while because I had worked so UGA is in this little town called Athens which is like the cutest town ever and they have a zoo don't there. they have like um sorry don't they have like an like a makeshift like Acropolis like they do in actual Athens in Athens Georgia no 
I just saw that in a Percy Jackson film. That's fine. No, that's in Tallahassee. Oh, is it? Or, or it's somewhere in Tennessee, I think. I've heard of that, but I, it's not in Athens. So Interesting. Um, so Athens is this cute little college town, but they have a zoo there that is, um, like, free to go in, and it's, like, tiny. It's um, because it's only, it, like, belongs to the county, and it's um, only native animals. So it's animals oh. that had been, like, uh, that can't, can't be released into the wild. So there's, like, right. um, a couple of... Uh, a lot of the birds were a lot of the like raptors were hit by cars um you know there was like an owl that didn't have an eye or or they had some animals (laughs) that were like used for research and then they don't want to kill them so they'd give them to the zoo or whatever so um right so that was really cool because i um i worked there and i like helped uh, i helped take care of the animals and also i did some like um docent work there and then that helped me get the environmental education work in georgia at charlie elliott wildlife center doing like classes and stuff for kids and um groups and stuff um i don't really like people <laughs> i mean I, except me <laughs> of course and um that's amazing but you know, You're I don't like kids. Though. that's why i didn't become a doctor yeah i didn't really like teaching kids you know um but it's funny because now so many years later i'm like i do love talking about animals which is why i wanted to come on this podcast so bad um, because, and I have a lot of information stored up from all those years I did environmental education that I'm just <laughs> bursting with. And it's like, well, like you saw earlier with the, what I was talking to you guys before we recorded. <laughs> we'll have to like clue in the listeners. So before we started recording, um, because I haven't met Inez before, we were just having a little catch up, a little chatty chat. And, um, why am I saying it like that? I don't know. Anyway, but the point is, is that we were having a chat about how you know we're now Amer- uh, Ellie's American friends, and it's so nice to have like a comrade in arms of being Amel- Ellie's friends. But basically, Inez told me this fun fact about the bald eagle that I had never even freaking heard before. So please continue because I thought it was this regal beast, unless you saw it from like face on. <laughs> please, yeah. Please so explain to listeners. So you know the 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 it's the bald eagle is the figure of the United States. Everyone thinks America. of it as yeah as so strong and powerful and awesome and everything but really first of all they're mostly they mostly eat carrion they don't really like to kill their own food if they don't have to so they're mostly eating roadkill and stuff um Mm. and then also you know every time they're flying over in movies this drives me nuts but they they play that like sound you know everyone can picture it in their head but that's actually a red tail hawk and they actually sound more like like a chicken like if a bird of prey made a chicken noise that's that's what bald eagles sound like and uh, oh yeah. god not not very regal at all um and but you know Honestly. whatever <laughs> that just makes me so happy golden eagles are gorgeous they are huge yeah. they are so powerful they can like take down a deer even <clears> i think <throat> like a baby deer but um uh yeah but we i guess they chose the bald eagle and <laughs> whatever well we're so happy to have you on and talk about all of your little fun facts of animals as well yeah 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 because i did work with a, i worked with a lot of um like i would have owls on the glove or um different raptors Ooh. on the glove or, or snakes or whatever so I, I like that was fun too because when you do wildlife usually you can't you don't get to touch them so much but in environmental education you usually have those like ambassador animals that was mm. fun um yeah yeah um, i love that so anyway so then i i wanted mm-hmm. to leave and i kept looking for jobs away i got a, i did environmental education 
Then I did, um, I did a lot of food service jobs like, just trying to was make Was this money. all in like Georgia mainly? The environmental education. Yeah. Yeah. All that. And then I got a job, um, uh, banding, um, no, putting geolocators on grass, grasshopper sparrows in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Oh want- shit. That's cool. I really thought you were going to say, I really thought you were going to say like grasshoppers and I was about, my brain was just about to explode and be like, how? <laughs> but that makes a lot more sense. No, no, no. <laughs> No, so grasshopper sparrows are this are this like little bird that lives out in the like in the grasslands of the Midwest, and they we don't know where they migrate to. So I was part of um, like a team that was putting geolocators on them. Little babies. Yeah, I mean they look like every other sparrow. So like sparrows in Europe are so different from sparrows. This is so annoying. After moving to Europe, I found out that like all these things they have the same name in the U.S. and in Europe. But they're two completely different things, like robins, <laughs> oh, for example. <laughs> like you know, and I had always grown up with robins, just calling them robins in the U.S. Yeah. Now yeah. I have to make sure to say American robin because the European robin is not only a completely different thing, but looks completely really? different. And I'm like, why? Why what? did they ever <laughs> name them the same thing? So yeah, so European... like European robins are these cute little birds with like a little bit of red at their throat, and uh, American robins are this giant bird that's more related to a crow, I think. Yeah, they look or quite crow, crow-like. And they have their whole chest and throat is, is red, and they're, they're, they, they're always on the ground eating worms, whereas European robins are always up in the trees. Oh, it's a better. But, this is anyway. so interesting, because I honestly, well, because obviously, like, I'm not a bird person. Mm. Uh, shout out to Rick and Morty, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're not? Uh, but... <laughs> bird person it's a podcast they don't know katie has to explicitly say (laughs) i'm not bird person um but like i i don't know because i'm not a bird person um i i literally had no idea about this until you literally just told me and also i'd just like to say that i think european robins look more exotic than american robins they're so beautiful which is upsetting well, so the thing cool. is, I am a bad person, and I still didn't. To be fair, I'm I know a, a a moderate amount about one type of bird, but very little about every other type of bird, and so I didn't know this, even though I'm supposedly a bird person. So, Katie, you're not alone. Yeah. So, like <laughs> warblers, warblers in the U.S. have uh, always will have a bright yellow somewhere on them, and obviously not hmm. like you know, um, the Seychelles warbler doesn't have any yellow, right? Yeah. Oh no, it's kind of got like yellowy tint, but not really. <laughs> oh, I have something. So I was watching TikTok the other day. I okay. was watching TikTok, and then I I like stumbled upon this like wildlife chain, and I was thrilled because I found this person who was like holding up a, a bird feather, and they were like, "Did you know that bird feathers, when you see color on them, it's not actual pigmentation, rather it's structural. Hmm. So in Ooh. certain light." It will be a brown feather, but then in other light, it'll turn green or red or whatever. This could be wrong. It was from TikTok. <laughs> I don't know, um, because I feel like I've seen feathers that have pigmentation. <laughs> I have too, like like picking them up on the street. I think then... structural stuff probably will make, like structural stuff will probably make a difference to the color, but I think they're probably, like there must be variation in terms of, yeah there, there must be i'm if i'm wrong about this i'm so sorry to everybody in one of my classes we talked about like how why mammals don't come in like the bright colors that birds come in and all this stuff and like what 
what chemicals and what, but I don't remember oh. any of them, so any of that anymore. So. <laughs> yeah. So um, I. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Know. So after I did the geolocator study, then I worked at the consulate of Argentina for a while because I was like, I don't want to do field seasons for the rest of my life until I've done like ten years, and then I can finally get a permanent job. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to go into academia, so what am I gonna do? So I just worked at the right. consulate of Argentina because my family's from Argentina. Oh, that's and cool. then um, my sister had a baby. My family's just from England. And I wanted to be with my sister's baby because I like my, I love my niece, and I was ready to get out of the U.S. because Trump was elected. So I yeah, just feel that. <laughs> so I just uh, yeah applied for a university in the Netherlands and went there to get my master's in uh, forest and nature conservation. And um, that was yeah it was like just so it was so so different because. So in Georgia, we're always working to stop erosion, right? Because like all of the cotton farming has stripped all the topsoil off of all all the land in Georgia. So that's why that's why you see all that Georgia red clays, because even though clay is supposed to be like a way bottom soil level level, the level, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's at it's like bare in Georgia because of all the cotton <laughs> farming uh, um, and all the farming that they've done uh, stripped off the topsoil. Um, so well, we always it's almost like yeah. um, harmful agriculture <laughs> yeah. thing in the south to 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 flora and, and yes. humans. And so we're always talking about like stopping erosion and planting trees and making sure. And you know, you're always talking about erosion control. Then I go to the Netherlands, and I t the first class I take is a class called restoration ecology. And I go in, and they're like, "So, how do we restore the heathlands? Well, we cut, we strip off the topsoil. Yes, we take off the first three <laughs> feet of soil using machinery and stuff." And I'm like, "What the actual fuck?" <laughs> yeah, seriously, I like couldn't believe this. But basically, heathlands, which is a um, an, uh, landscape that came around, basically when sheep stripped all like all nature of all of its nutrients. Say that five times fast. <laughs> sheep stripped. 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 There you go. Oh, one for good, one's good luck. Well, you're just showing off now. Thank you very much. Now. Got these loose yeah. lips. Yes. Dick. So basically like, you got loose they lips. call it like a, a historical landscape and to like the Europeans, it's like, oh yeah, this is what it should be because they've been sheep farming for thousands of years now or hundreds of years. Yeah. And so they want that back even though it was basically sheep killing the environment. And so the way they have to do that is they have to get rid of all the nutrients so that the heathlands, which only grow on, uh, like Heather only yeah. grows on poor soils can come back. And it was like, my mind was blown from the change. <laughs> and then learning about, yeah, 41 species of snakes versus three. And like we had, yeah. I don't know, we have a shit ton of turtles in Georgia and there's no turtles at all in the Netherlands. Um, and yeah, so basically like, it was a big change. Basically, Europe is stripped of its wildlife. Yeah, and then they go... America, we haven't quite... No, but then they yet. go to the Africa, and they're like, no, no, you can't develop anything. You guys have so many cool things. And they're like, yeah, but then we'll never be rich like you guys in Europe because you literally yeah. used up all your resources. And that's, that's the thing, like, yeah. we're... Hello, colonization. Yeah, we're so quick to go to other countries and judge them for doing literally what we did and are still actively The reason doing. why you guys yeah. are world powers, yes. Yeah, and... Yeah. yeah, and it it's it's so weird, isn't it? Like in the UK, when we think of nature and wildlife, <laughs> we think of farms. 
and that. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> yeah. 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 When I came to England <laughs> and people are like, oh yeah, the countryside. And I'm like, you mean all these like fields with cows and sheep? Monoculture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just cows. Yeah. yeah. Casual. And it, it's, it, yeah. you grow I up mean, with it and you think, <clears throat> yeah, you think that's what nature is. And that absolutely is not what nature is at all. Like I've had situations where I'll, I'll be speaking to people and they'll say, yeah, but you used to have this animal there. You sh-. And I'm like, I didn't even know this. Because you just grow up yeah. thinking this is what England's like and you forget yeah. that the entire well, thing was forestry at one point and it's all gone. Yeah. yeah. It's my boyfriend's pet peeve when people say, like people in Europe say like pristine, untouched nature and he's like nothing in Europe is pristine <laughs> or untouched. <laughs> and then, it's uh, definitely not. Yeah, it doesn't exist. But yeah, I work now and so a lot of what we do is trying to plant trees because of climate change. Like the government is really, really trying to plant like a ridiculous amount of trees that like we've never planted that many trees and they want to do that in the next two years. Um, but we get a lot of pushback from the public because they're like, no, because what what England should be is wide open spaces and we don't want to lose our beautiful views and all this stuff. So if you plant trees, we'll lose that, that England. And it's like, okay, well, that's what you grew up with. But before that, there were trees. Yeah. And so it's this always you have to basically like we want to start planting trees so that this generation then thinks of forest yeah. as as the right landscape and then it'll be easier shifting baseline yeah something i want to like clarify with your listeners is that um you guys uh didn't never told me that i had to drink i never felt pressure that i had to be tipsy or drunk for this i was felt totally comfortable if i wanted to come on sober but i did decide to go along with the premise of the show i have (laughs) been drinking which i never do it's like i think i've had i've had three drinks tonight which is the most i've had and i don't know how oh my god that's also why i'm talking only stay drunk if you want (laughs) yeah it's a it's a thing only stay drunk i told ellie i love that i love that sign off because um because yeah ellie and i are good friends and knowing that she's like she drinks so much (laughs) sorry to (laughs) but it's just an english thing all english people drink yeah 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 so i like when i first met her and like saw you know how she was really into the the boozy culture like um I thought that she would kind of, uh, you know, that she would pressure me or she'd try to be like, no, drink more. But she's always been so chill with me not drinking and so accepting. So, um, so yeah, so I am tipsy, but I didn't have to be. (laughs) But I'm always having a good time. So as long as I'm having a good time, it doesn't matter about anyone else. (laughs) 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 But it it doesn't matter. Like, I, I, if everyone's having a good time, it literally doesn't, doesn't matter to me what they do. But, um, that's very nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember times where Ellie and I used to just literally just drain a, a bottle of wine in like an hour. And it's her room watching the fucking Sims. So the U.S. has a has a um, a reputation for being like for binge drinking culture and all this, but that's mm. only really in college. You don't really see that so much amongst adults. When I moved to the Netherlands, I was struck by how much people drink there, yeah. and then yeah, then that was like it was like the U.S. was like you know three and then the netherlands was like seven so like double that and now the england is like 50 if i'm trying to give like a comparative <laughs> english people are drunk all the time oh. they're always like the I pub think... is the mainstay of england we can't lose our pubs and i'm like yeah because you guys are drunk. to be fair always i saw drunk. i saw a meme on I twitter mean... a couple of weeks ago an american person uploaded like a four pack of beers and he was like i'm gonna get so fucked up tonight <laughs> and all the english people in the comments were like 
that's my that's my like normal weekday work yeah that's 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 for starters like that's not even um but to be fair i'm not really i i will like binge drink if i go out out but i don't binge drink in the week like i'll have a drink in the evenings and stuff but no um, i think it's more like that it's normal for so like in the netherlands and the u.s it's more like young people that binge drink and i found that in in england you can still see a lot of adults build oh god no it almost gets worse with age like when you're younger and in college when oh god college university (laughs) um college college oh my god you've been talking too much to us you have too many american friends now. honestly so when um so when I went to New York before um, and I came back, I was with my friend Rhiannon at one point and I was like, yeah, they might be in the yard. And Rhiannon went, the what? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my yeah. God, the garden. Oh my gosh. So I always have to... The yard. So I have to say duty and Tuesday because otherwise Tuesday. my boyfriend goes, no. du- duty, haha. <laughs> or he says, Tuesday, Tuesday, haha. Tuesday? Instead of Tuesday. Wait, Tuesday. But we Tuesday. say like Tuesday. I like Tuesday. Like well, I don't understand why I'm wrong here. <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm upset. Actually, I saw something on Reddit Choose. that was really funny the other day. It was uh, this guy um, in, in the UK wanted to start a, um, uh, a, sci- a, a scientific, um, what's it called, magazine? Mm-hmm. Journal. Publication. Yeah. And he was just like talking to, trying to get, you know, people in on it um, and obviously working globally to try to get it, you know, to work. And um, he had been talking right. with this lady that he didn't really know, but he was, you know, uh, had heard, he had met her through somebody else. Anyway, at some point she, she emailed him and said, um, I don't want to nitpick, but you keep having a lot of uh, spelling errors in your thing, like spelling organize and recognize with an S. Oh. Um, so you should probably get someone to edit your emails. <laughs> and he's like, what the actual fuck? I don't make fun of you when you spell everything with a Z. I'm really sorry, but we invented the language. So <laughs> I'm really sorry, but we made it popular. I don't know. I'm sorry. I firmly disagree with that. I'm sorry, Katie. Um, uh, no, I actually disagree with myself, so it's okay. I think that like honor and favorite and all of that used to be spelled without a U. Like that was normally without a U. And actually Brits added it in because they wanted to like be special. Yeah, Brits. That's true. We don't actually need a U in there. Get out of here. But... We don't need you in there. Or Sorry. maybe it is the other way around. The, the U.S. Okay. just said, fuck those U's. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't. I feel like I've heard that before. I would like to speak on behalf of America. We just feel that we needed to make the language more efficient yeah. and a little bit spicier. Mm. So we added the Z and then we took out the U. Mm. Yeah. So when I was... It's efficient, Ellie. Yeah. When I was in the Netherlands, I would. I was like usually the only... Ellie looks like she's going to kill me. Oh, no, me. I, I don't disagree. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ellie's the most like, uh, like n- the nicest, uh, no, the most like American-loving Brit I know. It's like she's totally chill. I really like it. Like, <laughs> what? She's an Americano. Amer- yeah, <laughs> but you know what? I, I was gonna say, bringing like you two being on here, you two are the biggest. Like, I always felt like nervous when Katie was like, "We're American," because I know both of you completely like denounce your American as well <laughs> and i was just like you said it not me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. america yeah, exactly mm. well i think there's always that thing in the back of your at least for me for me there's always that thing in the back of my head of like you know i will start like i acknowledge that my 
friends will tell me that my accent kind of starts to shift towards more like um, like English kind of verbiage. And you whatever. do use a lot of but, like uh, British phrasing. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Did you say is your yeah. partner and British? Then, like, is what? your partner British? He okay. is. Yeah. So Simon is he's he's British, and and so like, although you know I I can see how I tend to be more left leaning and hold a lot of ideas of, of British people and, and start to have accent. Sometimes when I get like in a group of Americans or like when someone like asks me if I'm American in England, in England or the UK, I kind of start to be like, yes, I am American. <laughs> and like kind of put it on a bit American. of like, I am American. Yeah, I love, I love when I hang out with, flags. when I hang out with my like uh, country friends in Georgia, I start to get a bit of a twang <laughs> and that's like, I'll be yeah, like, oh my, right? like, oh my God, where did this come from? <laughs> where is this come from? <laughs> to be fair, I get like that even, even going like two hours so like Leeds and so I'm originally from Leicester um, but yeah in Leeds for everyone at home um, I've already said this about 10 times I don't know why I keep reminding people I'm just assuming that people aren't listening which they're probably not um, there's about a two hour difference Hopefully. but my family like when I go up to Leeds and when I'm at like university my accent is so much more posh than when I'm at home in, in Leicester like I come home and I slip almost right back into it and it's not even conscious anymore. It's just like, well, it, it can't, to be fair, in the beginning, it was kind of conscious. Like when I started going to university, I was trying to be like more, like speak a bit better and more and like be proper. The but, Queen's English. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean. Received pronunciation. Yeah, yeah it, it's, but it changes so quickly, doesn't it? It's just, but yeah, I do. The, but yeah. to be fair, the reason why I like Americans so much is because they love English people and I love attention. <laughs> And that's <laughs> and that's what that yeah. is. Yeah, I like you because you, because you're more outspoken. So Brits can be very sometimes not talk about their feelings and stuff. And, and you I can't hate stop me for doing that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm in. I'm currently in Hilton Head Island. My internet just crapped out. I love Hilton Head. It's such a <laughs> it's such a beautiful oceans. <laughs> It's the one thing about it though is like here. we had this inside joke with my family because Hilton Head has like all these special regulations where they can't like all these building regulations so like a McDonald's can't have like yellow on it and I don't know all this no. stuff so everything's no. like brown it all has to be natural themed and yeah. so my my family had this joke where we'd we'd be like you know one thing about Hilton Head because one summer we said it like a million times the one thing about Hilton Head everything looks the same <laughs> and because yeah. we say that so often <laughs> so my parents used to live in Clearwater Florida which mm-hmm. if you've ever been to Clearwater Florida like it's really really nice until it's not mm. and it's like a huge huge segregation of kind of like the classes and so we were living there and it was just like it was really unfortunate the time that I was living there there was also a serial killer on the loose mm. fun times yeah so at Did that time him? my parents uh, I think eventually, yeah, but it wasn't until like a year after we moved. <laughs> um, but so we we were kind of like fed up with the area because my family is like extremely weird about safety. Not extremely. We're not weird. I think most people are. <laughs> safety is so <laughs> weird, guys. We didn't want to live near a serial. <laughs> we didn't want to live near killer. a serial killer. We're so weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
But so we ended up moving to, we actually moved to Hilton Head for that reason because we were so sick of seeing so many billboards all the time. Mm. As soon as you got off, like towards the beach, uh, as soon as you like left the beach area, it would just be billboard, 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 billboard. Yeah. And we got so sick of seeing billboards, we moved to Hilton Head because they don't allow bil- billboards. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's awesome. And they only allow natural toned signs for like buildings and stuff. Yeah. Which is actually a complete bitch because I can't find shit. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. It's like it's cool, but yeah, everything <laughs> looks the exact same. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I have no idea where I am. You're near to Savannah. Savannah's like the coolest. So anyway, Savannah is cool. We're considering having like a wedding reception in Savannah Ooh. after Simon and I get. If Ellie gets married. to go to your if Ellie gets to go to your wedding, then uh, make sure she gets to see Savannah because it's beautiful. Well, we're we're considering doing like two receptions of like one in one in the UK and one in the states, uh, so that like our stateside people can still. Am I not invited to the American one then? Is that what you're saying? You are invited to the American one. You're invited <laughs> to whatever you want, Ellie. Aww. I don't care. <laughs> we have a po- we share a podcast, baby. <laughs> no, I'd love to come at some point because you're yeah. It looks amazing. Well, I'm probably going to need you to be a witness at my wedding, so. Yeah. Also, Inez, if you want to come, <laughs> let's do it. Well, I don't know if you want me to mention this, witnesses. Inez, but Inez, Inez well, we can cut this out if you don't want to talk about it, don't worry. Um, but Inez might be getting married next year. You're planning on doing it? Yeah. Did I tell you about It's not might be anymore. I actually made the, the appointment. So, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Mazel tov. I'm so excited for you. For us, it's just we're just uh, signing the documents. Um, but yeah. my, my family will be flying in for it, I think. Aww. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Where, where are you doing it? Are you doing it in, like, Leeds or...? Just, uh, well, so I live, I don't live in Leeds. I live um, oh. north of Leeds Sorry. in near Harrogate, and so we're just doing it in the Harrogate Registrar's mm. Office. Oh. But can you believe they charged me 325 pounds just to go to the Registrar's Office... <laughs> And get married. Did you get like? Did you get like the room thing? Because we're having to do it in Edinburgh, and I think it's also. I think for us to like not have a room thing or anything, because we yeah, just so need the witnesses. We're doing. I think it's like 175, which is still outrageous to be lived, honest. To no, sign a piece of paper. So we, there wasn't any other option. This was like the cheapest option, and because we just want the paper. It's. I think it's because Harrogate is like a really bougie yeah. area. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, well, that's but, yeah. Poopy doodles. But yeah, so it's really stupid, and then. The, then this is the other thing because it's like okay 325 but the thing is before you get married you have to give notice which is basically yep, tell them that you're about bitch. to get married which is stupid and then um and that is they tell you oh it's 35 pounds and you're like okay 35 pounds they're like per person and it's like okay but <laughs> it's always going to be two people getting yeah, married always, why don't you just say <laughs> why can't you just make it a flat rate why don't you God just say damn, it's what like i don't doing? think the state recognizes polygamy yet and it's no. not going to be one person getting married, so it's always going to be 70 pounds. Why are you saying 35 per person and trying to look like you're cheaper than you are? So really, to get married, to have the bare minimum, I want a piece of paper that says that he's my husband. It's 400 pounds, and I'm oh. like, holy shit. That's ridiculous. Uh, That's so much yeah. money. <laughs> I know. Just let me let me move yeah. to your country. And then my, yeah, my <laughs> sister was like, just go to the... My sister was like, just go to the U.S. and get married there because it's cheaper. No. And I was like, wait, except for the plane tickets yeah, to get there. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except for like that whole like immigration thing. Also, that U.K. citizens slash anyone from Europe is not allowed in the States right now. Well, I'm a, I'm a, I have my green card, so. Yeah, but does he? No, but 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and you need two yeah. people to get married. <laughs> I was like, if we're married, wait, hold on. <laughs> nope. Yeah, putting the yeah. cart before the yeah. horse. Because because Simon and I were okay. doing. Simon and I were saying like, well, let's get married in Savannah, and then realized we couldn't because. Oh, yeah. Where's, where's he from? States. He's from the UK. He's from Cambridge. Oh, sure. Okay. Whereas me and my fiance. Beans. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, Keynes is my son, Katie. The love of your life. He is the love of my life, but he's my baby. Incest? No, it's bestiality. And also incest, probably. Both of which are illegal. Yeah. So. You think of him as a baby, right? I do. Very much a baby. When I got he's my dog... Baby. I got my dog this summer as an adult, So and she's eight. So I, I kept thinking, like, she's an adult. She'll have her own life, her own, you know, past. Like, she's not going to be my baby because, you know, she's she's... She's a full-grown woman. But the thing about dogs is they never grow up, and she's totally no, my she baby. She will always be a baby. Thank she's you. the cutest thing ever, yeah. and she's she's totally my baby. We cut yeah. They always end up being, don't they? And that's why So I, I think we should... Get started. Yeah. <laughs> to, 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 to listen to Tim's critiques last episode. Oh, right. Too long of an intro. Well, we did talk about some other uh, conservation. Topics. This isn't an intro. This is what we were supposed to be talking about. It was about what it is. It's a special. Done. It's a special episode. It's new. <laughs> yeah, Tim, get off my back. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever meet Tim? In it, I don't think so. No? Okay, <laughs> maybe, maybe um, I would recognize him, or he'd recognize me. He he messaged he like me. A gem. He yeah, he listened to the last episode as well, and I said, I was like, I'm sorry if I oh, mis- no. misrepresented you in any way." And he he messaged me back, and he said. You have made me look very high maintenance. <laughs> Tim, that's not our fault, mate. I mean, if the shoe fits, you know. But... Yeah. So um, no, I do want to say that as soon as I listened to the podcast, um, like the first couple, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get on here to talk about this animal because I freaking love this animal and I've just got so many fun facts about them and I just think I'm they're so the excited. coolest thing. So uh, I don't know if you guys know what I picked, but it's I'm going to talk about the possum, the Virginia... Yes! Yeah. The Virginia possum Possums. from the U.S. So um, I am... I love these things. <laughs> and I just want to talk about them all day. I Like when I was... I pretty much everything I'm going to say today, I already, I like just know from my docent days and all that and from my uh, degree and everything, but Mm -hmm. I did Google most of it to make sure that I wasn't making stuff up. Um, As we all do. But I was, yeah, when I was listening to your last one, I was like, oh shit, they, they usually bring up studies and stuff and I didn't look up any, like any scientific article. It's just stuff that I love about them. (laughs) So hopefully that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I actually have one fun fact about possums versus opossums. Wait, they're different. But if you're going to get to it, then I don't want to say it. Well, yeah, so opossum, so the, it's spelled, so I'm talking about the Virginia opossum, which is O-P-O. And usually (laughs) if you spell it just uh, P-O-S without the O at the beginning, that's an Australia animal. Yes. 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 So lots Please. of times people, I see people on in, in the internet get in a fight and they'll be like, oh, possum. And they'll be like, actually, it's just possum. And they'll be like, no, it's a possum. And it's like, they're talking about two different animals completely. Like the American so, yeah, robin and the they're, British robin. They're all marsupials, but they're totally different um, orders, I also would just like so. to give a shout out to the person who ever named these animals because that was savage. <laughs> I think it's to, again, to it's one of change the... one letter. No, it's again, it's one of these things where they're like, well, they kind of are the same. So we'll just give them the same name. <laughs> Um, 
Okay, so yeah, so like they have all they have a really bad reputation. I feel like because it makes me really sad because they'll often be called like a rat or like you know always in movies you see them kind of being like aggressive. Um, they're hissing, yeah. you or know. Gross. They've got their mouth yeah. open. They're in trash and all that stuff. You see them as roadkill all the time in the U.S. No, that's just me. Yeah, we're one <laughs> one and the same. Yeah, hissing um, and <laughs> the trash. I have heard recently, like I have heard kind of in the media people trying to turn it around and be like no you guys they're really good because like one thing they do really well is they they eat ticks um and they like help reduce the tick population oh wow um, okay that's cool so apparently like uh if they put like a hundred ticks on some mice and a hundred on some possums the um the mice dropped like 50 percent of the ticks dropped off alive so they fed until they were done and then they dropped off and they were still alive okay and three percent off possums 50 percent versus three percent but do and they go the for possums... possums then or do, would that not be like a selection against no 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 they put possums. all the ticks on them and it's oh! just that three percent three percent came off alive like so 97 okay. percent died on a possum and 50 percent died on a on a mouse um, oh. And it's because, yeah, they eat them. So they don't fall off alive because they eat them. Oh. It says it, it was uh, estimated that they eat 4,000 ticks per week. That's a lot of ticks. That's a lot of ticks. That's also a lot of blood. I can only eat 3,000 ticks a week. So that's helping, like, reduce Lyme disease <laughs> and, like, all that kind of shit. So, um, you know, they're also, they eat anything. So they just, yeah. They just, they help a lot like that. There's, you know, they're eating berries and stuff, so dispersing seeds. So I've heard stuff about um, trying to up the, you know, the reputation a little bit. Ticks, <laughs> ticks like, are just no, the... you guys are good. Ticks are just the berries of the ground as well, aren't they? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> For sure. But I'm here to... Just the berries. <laughs> so gross. They do look a bit like berries. Except they're usually well, yeah. Okay, they're usually on bushes too. I don't know if you know about ticks, but they what they do the way they they don't jump or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way they get on animals is that yeah. they stand on like a leaf with their front legs forward, and just wait for something to walk brush by the you know the bush, and then they grab on. So yeah, so um, uh, I love these things. Um. Probably my love for them came from when I was working at that zoo, um, Bear Hollow Zoo in Athens. Um, somebody found uh, like a possum dead on the side of the road that had had um, that had had some babies and it was killed. And so they picked up the babies and brought them to the zoo. And they're like, "What do we do with this?" And so at the zoo, we took them in and like my uh, like the head people at the zoo like split them up and had three each because I think they were like nine Aww. or ten. And um, and one night, one of the guys, he either had, like, a party or he was going away for something. And so he gave me his box of baby possums. No! And they are the key. And I, had, I got them for, like, a night, mm-hmm. in, like, illicitly in my dorm. Because you're not supposed to have animals <laughs> in your dorm. And all of your, like, roommates must have thought, like, what is this girl doing? No, I, I had, so I was in, I, I had, like, a roommate, like, a literal roommate. Like, we were in one room together. <laughs> Because this was the first year of college, and she also fell in love. Like she was very much like not about breaking the rules, but when she saw them, she was like, "Oh my gosh, these are the cutest things! They are <laughs> so cute." Um, okay, I don't know uh, where to go from here. I guess okay. So one thing people are often calling them like yeah, like rats or like thinking kind of they're rodents. Mm-hmm. Um, often mm-hmm. t- also I'll hear you know, kind of people 
there's lots of these just anecdotal stories of people mistaking them for cats like in the night and stuff um interesting but they're not they're not order carnivora or rodentia they're their own group called order yeah didelphimorphia something like that they're they're um they're didelphis virginiana is their scientific name um but the north but the north american possum has its own family i think the one right under order so um yeah yeah so um so they're really their own thing, and that's because they're marsupials. So you know, marsupials are pretty different from everything else. So you know, people see their little, their like bare tail and stuff, and think that they're um, rats. So like, just really just for the listeners, mm-hmm. and I hope that they, I hope marsupials. that this isn't like overkill. <laughs> Sorry. Um, are you making jokes about a possum getting hit by cars, <laughs> Katie? Because that's really inappropriate. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but, like, for, like what, what denotes a marsupial? Right. So, um, yeah, I'll go a little bit into their reproduction. So, they, um, so they're a marsupial because they have a pouch, a la uh, kangaroos, which also means, which also means that, the, that the babies are called joeys and the females are called jills and the males are called jacks, same as kangaroos, um, because they're marsupials. Mm. So, um, so, basically, what this means is that uh, they have sex, she gets pregnant, and she'll only be pregnant for 13 days. Mm. Um, but when the baby... Can we trade? Sorry. But the baby Mm. comes out as big as a kidney bean, um, and just crawls straight into the pouch, where they then mature there for three months. Mm. Um, so... Oh, I think I brought this up, mm -hmm. so last, last episode, when we were talking about, um, Tasmanian Devils, when we said about, like, kangaroos and stuff as well, and I brought up my old um, lecturer, Andrew Loudon, from the hormones behaviour stuff, where he said that if you hold a kangaroo mm. upside down, that's like the, the joeys crawl towards the, the arsehole instead because um, they crawl against <laughs> gravity. I also remember in that same lecture when he was talking about this, he um, showed us a picture of a baby joey and he was like, and next to it, a Heinz baked bean. And he had like a picture and they were both literally like this yeah. big. Crazy, I watched, I think it was some kind of yeah. like Mammals of the World movie that I watched one time and it showed a kangaroo giving birth and basically it's like the kangaroo moms don't have to do anything because the yeah. baby just crawls, it's the same size as the hole, crawls out, <laughs> walks, like claws its way up her fur, yeah. belly fur and goes into her pouch and then develops her. But yeah, so um, so same thing with the uh the possum so the possums don't have the belt don't have the pouch this is this i know because i actually had an ambassador animal possum so i've like touched them and uh, handled them a bunch so they um their pouch is like up and down vertical and it kind of like like think like a coin purse (laughs) so is it like is it like like a little bit of a tea kind of action more like a vagina Oh, okay. So it kind of it opens in the middle, and they can go in like a coin sideways. purse. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. So um, they're so they are born thirteen days, tiny, tiny thing. Get into the pouch, and they're there for two and a half months. So um, so yeah. And uh, this is one of the this is one of my favorite fun facts about possums is because then when they go in the pouch, they'll latch onto the milk, and that's how they'll really grow. I think they latch on for like two months, and then they'll be in there a little bit longer after after that but the po- all possums have 13 nipples 12 in a circle and one in the middle oh god what? like a really weird nipple- flower why? 
Their nipples are arranged in a circle and one in the middle. <laughs> I don't understand how that Twelve would... nipples on a circle. And one in the middle. So 13 nipples total. You guys are looking so confused. It doesn't really seem yeah, space ahead. efficient, does it? No. Who's well, it going is, for though. the nipple in the middle? Like, because well, you have yeah. like twelve siblings on the in, on the outside. Like, who's going in for it? Being me. like, oh, I'm in the middle, bitch. No, me, 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 me. The one. <laughs> of course, Ellie needs yeah. attention. Yeah. So they have. They usually have. Ellie, a, are you um, by any chance a, a middle child? I'm not. I'm a, I'm the youngest. No, she's actually, the youngest. How do you not know this? Do you know not? You know this. So they usually have know. a litter of eight or nine, so uh, they don't usually have up to thirteen. Oh, I don't. Okay. I don't know why it's arranged like that, but isn't it, it's just so weird? It's just so random. I was just thinking of like nipple space. If you had like a large litter, you know. I mean, but like, how are gonna isn't circle out? the most? Uh, isn't circle the most space efficient? Uh, oh, one hundred percent. But is like, it? if you have another one in the middle, I yeah. just. I don't know why it's arranged like that, but I think that's my favorite fun fact. Because yeah, why is it twelve in a circle and one in the middle? It's like a yeah, like a baker's dozen. I would think lines would be the most efficient, though, not a circle, because you've got all that empty space in the middle of this. I don't know. Right, Ellie, you can design the next animal. I, you know what, I will. You know what, it's better than the Tasmanian devil though. That has, I think we said four nipples last time, and then they give birth to up to twenty offspring, and they're just like. Okay, well, I'm sorry. A... They're like fight over me. What do you want? And then about um, I know that Ellie likes to talk about parental care. So, uh, um, so after they come out of the pouch, they climb onto the back and they grab onto the back, um, and then they're with the mom for another four-ish months, um, kind of going around with her on her back. So you'll mm. see lots of pictures of like a possum with all her little babies grabbing on on the back. That explains the um, meme that I posted to my Facebook that you messaged me about. <laughs> there was like there was like london's new like transportation um development giant 14 ton possum um to carry <laughs> people on its back oh my god <laughs> and in a you messaged yeah. me and you were like that i thought that was real for a second but obviously not but... <laughs> was... yeah so um so they they're this is kind of off the topic then of what we were just talking about but they have um Oh my gosh. Why do you guys do this drunk? It's such a bad idea. <laughs> oh, it's a horrible idea. That's why we do um, it. <laughs> they have oh, prehensile tails, so mm-hmm. they can move their tail like a, like a limb, like a hand or whatever. They okay. usually use this to, um, they use it as like stability, kind of like a monkey, you know, they grab onto the, because they climb a lot of trees and stuff, so okay. they kind of like grab onto the, the branches Ooh. as they walk and stuff. Um, uh, or they'll use it to like grab onto, you know, some bedding for their den or whatever as they go somewhere. Um, but the, uh, the babies can, cause you sometimes hear about like possums hanging from their tails or you'll see pictures like that, but really they can't right. really support their body weight for that long. They're, they're big animals. They're like as big as a cat. Um, and we so they're think. heavy. Um, but the babies are light enough. Like they have the right ratios where they can, the babies can hang from their tails. Um, but as they grow older, they get too fat. <laughs> so. I mean, I can hard relate to that because there's a lot of things that I used to be able to do as an adolescent that I just can't do anymore. Same. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, um, and then, yeah, about the reproduction, I know you guys love to talk about the genitals. So. <laughs> the genitals. My favorite We're going to talk about it. My favorite part of the So, possum. yeah. So, actually, didelphus or didelmorphia or whatever. Die means two, 
And Delphis means vagina because they have two vaginas. No, they don't. Yes. Do they do they get DP'd or is doctors that's double trouble? So the males have the males have a forked penis. So they have uh, one penis but has two heads on it. Um, oh, that sounds like my worst nightmare. Yeah. But <laughs> is there a re- is there a reason? Oh no. They have two. I think they have two uteruses too. They have like completely. I think it just ups their chances. Like dual it? anatomy <laughs> kind of thingy. Yeah. So they have like just two two sets basically. The females have two sets of vagina, uterus, ovaries that are side by side. And so they got four um, ovaries. I'm struggling having two. <laughs> and the males have then the penis with two heads. And then weirdly enough, this is super weird. Um, the sperm. Um, in the testicles of the male, the sperm will pair up and, like, all get in, like, couple up and get in pairs. And they won't split up until they get to the egg. And they're like, who gets the egg first? So they, like, swim together all the way. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, yeah, wingman at the at the very, yeah, the very, very, very early level. stages. Yeah. Like the one, like the ones, like, you go, bro. No, bro, you go. Yeah. I believe in you. Starting early, like, you know. There's just, like, so many weird number things with the pasta. The 13 nipples, the do- double vag, the coupled up sperm. The, the sperm bro. The DPing. Bros. Is, uh... no, but DPing with, by one, by one... What is a DP? Double, double penetration. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> How did I not get So that? I guess it's double penetration, but with one male. You know, his one penis can penetrate her twice. Yes. I mean, at least you'd get, like, minimal STDs that way, you know? I mean, maybe statistically, but probably not in practice. My mom's best friend listened to this podcast, (laughs) and she's going to look at me in an entirely different light after this. Okay, look, we have to talk about, uh, this is very special about possums. It's why they're called didelphus, is because they've got the two veg that we've got to talk about. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mimi. Sorry, that's what my notes say too, Vag. So I just keep saying that. <laughs> oh, okay. no. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. No, I love it. I'm all uh, for feminism. Double uh, Vag, let's go. All right. Yeah, yeah but then you get the double then, penis too. to go alongside it, which nobody wants. Do they get two periods as well? <laughs> oh, um, sorry. I didn't look too much into their heat, heat cycles, but I think it's only a couple times a year. So, you know, not too bad. That's not fair. Fair, fair enough. That's just simply not fair. <laughs> yeah, but so, have you um, seen like a dog on a period? Because it's just a horrific in- oh endeavor. Oh my gosh! Like... I... Yeah. Oh, it's the no that's the most disgusting that. thing. No, they don't. Like, that's what I'm saying. I had a I had a neighbor who had a, a an unspayed dog, and when she'd walk around with her like little diaper pad, ugh, I was just like, oh, I don't want to no. come over anymore. No, yeah. I'd rather have one a month and be able to deal with it efficiently. Yeah. Than yeah. to have yeah. another species have to put a literal nappy on me for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> those dogs must be like, what is going on? Also, to oh, American God. listeners, a nappy is a diaper, just as a heads up. Diaper. My dog has, uh, my dog has been spayed. She has had her hysterectomy, so she's. she's Blessed. Uh, doesn't have that. Okay, um, so then now onto a little bit of their behavior, because possums, you know, you've got everyone. I think mostly knows uh, about that they play dead. Um, you know, in the U.S., it's called playing possum. You know, uh, is a phrase that's sometimes used in lieu right. of playing dead. Um, but 
Yeah, so that's actually really interesting, and there's a lot more detail to it, I think, that people don't know, which is, all right, so their first line of defense is that they do the hissing, you know, they open their mouth really wide. So, Same. Um, <laughs> they drool everywhere. That's why I think also <laughs> that people don't think they're, like, ugly and stuff is because they see that, you know, that first right. line of defense, which is quite scary looking. Uh, another fun fact, possums have the most teeth of any North American mammal. They have 50 teeth. So most, Oh, my God. Like, That's we have small. 34 teeth. So if you can imagine, like, 20 more teeth. That's a lot. And they have That's smaller mouths as well. Like, are they very, like, fine and sharp kind of thing? Yeah, I think they have pretty small teeth all, like, in a row. And I think, yeah, that's why also people think they're kind of creepy looking. <laughs> But I think they're adorable. <laughs> okay, so, but this is the thing. Then they have to play dead. That's like the, that's like their last resort, like if they can't scare them off. Um, right. Uh, so the playing dead thing is actually, this is where it gets kind of like really interesting and kind of sad because the playing dead thing is involuntary. They're not like laying on the floor pretending to be dead. They like literally pass out from fear. <laughs> like, Are they just like in shock kind of thing? Yeah, so, so, so. Kind of because um, it is it is a defense mechanism. Yeah, like it's not mm-hmm. just like the fainting goats where so they're it's literally adaptive, just scared but... and they fall over. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, but they when they're in extreme fear, they'll involuntarily just be paralyzed and go dead. And it is playing dead because actually, like actually physiologically playing playing dead because their heart. Uh, their heart slows down and their breathing rate slows down. Oh shit! So like, if a predator were to get close, they'd kind of like think that they're dead. They even have um, an. They excrete an, a green, oily anal fluid out of their Ooh, anus. Nice. That smells like rot. So, Ooh. so that like a predator or something is like, oh, this is a dead, rotting animal. That's really clever. So, yeah. yeah, it's quite well done. <laughs> yeah, they could definitely get away with murder. They go all out. Well, their own murder, not not anyone else's murder. The sad thing is that this is. <laughs> perfect like perfectly made for a predator like you know cougar or whatever uh wolf bobcat but it is the exact thing that gets them killed with humans because mm. often what will happen is like a car they have a near miss with a car no. and then they go into that shock play dead and then other drivers no. often if they think an animal's already dead they won't swerve for it so sometimes the possum isn't dead, and then it just no. does get hit by a car. Oh. When... I'm sorry. <laughs> that is so sad. Poor yeah. baby. Yeah, so because they can't come out of it. because Like, it goes away after, like, two or three hours. So, um... I mean, I would like... hope that at least, like, their nervous system is also somewhat disengaged so that they don't feel the pain of, like, yeah. being I, hit. Yeah, I'm sure, but it's still, like... Uh, it's just, yeah, always swerve for possums, people. You don't know if they're alive. This oh, is my public please. service announcement. Swerve in a safe way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Swerve in, a, swerve in a way that's not you're not going to endanger you or the animal. Don't swerve into oncoming traffic or into a ravine. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. that's sad. Yeah, so that is actually why you see them so often as roadkill is because of this Damn. whole thing. Dead thing doesn't work against cars. <laughs> yeah, um, evolution definitely yeah. hasn't had time to catch up on that one, has it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, but I think I still think that's really cool how their heart rate slows and their and they even have that smelly thing that makes them really, really believable. Um, 
And then, yeah, I, I'm almost done. I just wanted to cover one more cool thing about possums. Also, it actually is about about to do with evolution. Is um, so possums are, um, even though it's spelled opossum, you yeah. still pronounce it possum. By the way, uh, so. Possums are... Uh, okay, that's how I've got confused in the past then, thinking they're the same, because people will, like, verbally say possum. Yeah, but yeah. it's... Okay. Yeah. Possum. Yeah. yeah. I don't know dumb. why, but I've always said, like, a possum versus possum. Yeah, that's uh, fine. But... I think you won't be made fun of for saying a possum, but I think in general people just say possum. Uh, I think if you, like, look it up, it says, like, the O isn't pronounced, you know, in the dictionary. Like, right. So possums eat almost anything. They're like amazing omnivores. Uh, that's why, like, you know, you see them in the trash and stuff. They eat all kinds of things. Animals. Inez, can I just say? Yeah. Go ahead. You're also an amazing omnivore. <laughs> Actually, I don't eat meat. So. No, Bullshit. <laughs> well, technically, uh, you're an am- well. I'm just gonna so. get. I'm gonna drink this. Thank you. <laughs> That was a very lovely sentiment, Aww, though, I appreciate, anyway. Yeah, I appreciate what... It's the thought the that counts. It's, it's yeah. the thought that counts, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, you find them eating trash often. Actually, what's interesting is they... Because they have a complete, completely different physiology from, uh, like, most mammals, they can't bulk up for winter. Like, they can't fatten up for winter. Um, oh, okay. Which is then also why they're so attracted to cities and urban areas, because urban areas tend to be a lot warmer. Plus, they got the trash and stuff. So that's why they're yeah. kind of also known as being, like, kind of pests and rat-ish, I think, right. is because they hang around, like, urban areas. But they, they're they just doing their best, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, listen, they're they're tr- they're doing their best to find their food. Exactly. Um, they're going someplace warm because they can't have fat reserves like all the ones right. I have. Right. <laughs> um, excuse you, they're resourceful. <laughs> Yeah. So, no, so, they don't have fat reserves. Is the is the is that what you're yeah, saying? They, they don't, don't have fat reserves, yeah, no. so they go and yeah. Oh, so they yeah. are resourceful. I thought you were saying then. I thought you were saying they're resource. Okay, ignore me. I've got yeah. this all wrong. This whole. Um, oh, and wait. Well, real quick, I want to say about their about if you do roadkill, the thing about also the thing that makes them kind of different from a lot of an, other animals is they have like a remarkably short lifespan. So they in the wild don't live longer than two years. Aww. You know, that reminds me of what you were saying, though, Ellie, about the raccoon. And actually, it was like a thing that my mom was talking about the other day because we were we were driving. I think they were driving to pick up my brother the other day. And my mom spotted a raccoon on the road. And we we're like, that kind of makes sense, because like if you're saying it as that, like, ugh, like um, that these animals react poorly from fear because of cars it makes sense that they don't have very long lifespan because obviously we've taken over so much more of their habitat in recent years, especially. And if they're not able to kind of overcome that, that evolutionary trait of the, the stop freezing and whatever, mm. I'm sure that there's kind of got to be like, especially nocturnal when drivers Do don't see it, like there's got to be, no, so, no, they didn't, but they're still active at night like a yeah, possum, yeah. like possums are. Yeah. yeah. So, well, one thing that ups road kills a lot in the U.S. is, um, especially among raptors, raptors meaning birds of prey, um, not right. raptors. Uh, the dinosaur. <laughs> I know you guys. <laughs> yeah. um, is that uh, people throw food out the window, you know, like think banana peel, apple core, uh, right. you know, and then so rats and like small animals come oh, to no. eat that and then the the larger predators will come to eat those 
Um, and that's why you often get, so don't throw food out your car window because you're actually increasing, um, you know, e eagles getting hit by cars, raccoons getting hit by cars. Yeah. yeah. But even like apple cores, you know, people think like, oh, apple cores, biodegradable, whatever. But then you're attracting rats and that that's attracting, oh, you know, hawks yeah. and stuff. So. Oh, no. Um, I but, never yes. even thought of that. Not that I eat apples. <laughs> <laughs> but Just yeah, kidding. no, but the thing, but actually like the, the playing dead thing, that's not really what's lowering their lifespan. They actually like uh, in captivity can't live longer than four years really oh, so, shit. okay never yes, mind then. yeah so they have a super short lifespan and i think like I, I did like google try to google real quick some scientific articles and i saw something where it's like there's one population that has like better senescence so they, they don't age as quickly so you know maybe it varies by population but um but yeah but they yeah huh. they're super short-lived well Mm, that is anyway. interesting. Yeah, I suppose that's um, different because, like, yeah, the raccoons have short lifespans, but that's because they're getting hit by cars. But in captivity, they can they can have a long and well, long yeah, and like lovely life. You often hear stuff like, yeah, like, uh, oh, this animal lives three years in the wild, but twenty years in captivity. You know, you hear yeah. that a lot because life right. in the wild is hard. But this is like, no, they really, they, their telomeres are too short or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's so bizarre how many litters like um so they they have eight to nine b babies but in the litter only, right okay. but going back to what you guys have been discussing only one out of ten survive apparently yeah. so oh, shit. Okay. their survival probably won't and then how litter. many litters do they have so that is a complete complete waste of nipples isn't it if that only one of them <laughs> like a complete waste <laughs> It's like you'd be like, fuck it, fight it out now. Let's get this over with. Let's move on. Well, okay. One one survives to be an adult. So yeah. probably okay. it's once they're, once they're on the back that they get picked off. <laughs> I don't know. So, so how many litters a year do they have? Uh, I don't know. I okay, but I fair think enough. I think it's like a couple a year. Mm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine it'd be like 50. No, yeah. no. I think if they have, I think you said if they had three, four seasons a year, then that would oh, be. Oh no! It says. Oh, this is saying something completely different from what I've been saying, which is saying that their ovulation cycle is twenty-eight days, which is literally a human's ovulation cycle. Oh. Oh, so they have like a period every month. Let me see. That would suck. I thought I saw. <laughs> oh, the female is happens. only an estrus. For 36 hours of a 28-day cycle. Okay, that's not so oh, bad so then. I'll accept that. Yeah. Oh, so completely different from what I said. So, yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh, no, but no, it's no. not all year. That's why. It's... Yeah. Oh, okay. It's January to November. So okay. they don't oh. breed in the... In the in I would take that, like, month-long break, you know? <laughs> mm. I'd be like, yeah. Two months, yeah. I'll yeah. have that. Thank you. Yeah. Time to get all the DP I want. No risks involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh no so yeah okay so <laughs> back to what they're eating um so they can eat venomous snakes so they are totally uh resistant to snake venom um which makes them... i am apparently too because of the last guy that i dated <laughs> sorry oh, if you're no. listening to this Please email <laughs> toxicologypodcast at gmail.com. Please cut that out. That's too dirty. I can't do that. Sorry. No, don't do that. So, uh, yeah, so they, they, 
so this is a really cool thing though with them um, at um, with looking at coevolution because snakes and possums are right now like we've watched it in the past I don't know how many years of biology and wildlife science we're watching like the snakes venom become like more venomous or like release more venom to try to get the possums and then the possums becoming resistant to that like they're in a little evolutionary war right now like the garter Ooh. snake and the, and the newt again the, like the, the what the garter snake and the, the newt um oh yeah it's like they're yeah it's like, oh i yeah i don't know i've always for some i don't know for some reason i think i always think that things that i i know everyone else knows but that's not how brains work is it um (laughs) but yeah there's a garter snake and a newt and then the newts become like super 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 potent and they only found out because it killed like 10 people on a camping trip um holy shit i think i have told you about this before on the podcast katie um but you're always i wasn't paying attention yeah i don't think you were (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so the the, so they're they're resistant which is really cool they're resistant to a bunch of different venoms i think um mainly rattlesnake but i think other ones too so yeah they're just really cool and they're really smart um possums are they do better than they beat cats and rats at mazes and they beat really cats rats rabbits and dogs at finding and food and then remembering where it was so they are smart they are cute can I employ a possum to do my grocery shopping by any chance? Or my PhD dissertation would probably do a best. Probably do a better job. Probably. <laughs> but if they see somebody without a mask, they're probably going to play dead, and that's fun. So. <laughs> oh, that, that joke went over really bad. No, I loved it. No, I loved it. I'm sorry. I'm slow to the punch at the minute. <laughs> Me too. I've had many, oh, many drinks. Okay. I was trying too hard. I was trying too hard. <laughs> trying no, to impress no. you guys oh yeah, I love you, know, so you don't need to try to impress us we're already impressed oh that's very sweet yeah so that's all i have written down it's just like all the exciting stuff i could think about about possums i really truly love them well i love them too cute. now the only experience yeah. i've ever really had of an a possum no a possum a a possum with a silent o am i right yeah um so yeah it's an o but yeah 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 um the only experience i've ever had with them not experienced exposure i don't even know what the word is anymore but there was like a facebook video of this woman opening a grill and there's just a whole family of opossums and all of them are just like (laughs) and then she just shuts it really slowly yeah they just they all open their mouths to like that's kind of their first thing yeah. yeah, and it's you always see in movies, okay, like the you see them doing the m- mouth open hissing, and like they right. shoot. Th- that's when they've got the camera on, but then the next scene will always be, and they're not filming the possum doing it because it's fake, but like the possum jumping on them and attacking. You see that in movies all the time. Yeah, what and is it's always what just is like about? you can tell it's like a fake fuzzy thing, and I'm like that would never happen. They would just play dead. <laughs> right, they would be like no 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 no. I'm not having this at all. And the other thing is that, like, so, because I grew up in Pennsylvania and then obviously <laughs> later moved on to, like, well, maybe not obviously. It's definitely not obviously. But I later <laughs> moved on to Florida and um, South Carolina. But I've very, like, infrequently seen possums. I actually just saw one the other day, which was, like, a real treat for me because I was mm-hmm. like, holy shit, I've not seen one of these in absolute years. 
Yeah. But um, the one time that I saw their cousin, the um, the possum without the O in Australia, it was really crazy because I was walking through this car- this park in um, Melbourne because I was I was in Australia doing um, coral coral reef ecology research and decided to kind of travel afterwards and um i was walking past this park it was probably about like one or two uh don't tell my parents that um but it was probably like really late at night and i saw like this park filled with poss like oh. with possums like like the eye shine and everything like like not blood. even the eye shine like i could see eye shine but i could also see like literal white possums scampering mm. around this park and it made sense because we were in the middle of a city um although melbourne's like very very nice there is like quite a bit of litter within the city and there's a lot of trash cans where people will, like discard and this was a particular location that was close to um a farmer's market and like a really big market queen victoria's market in melbourne for those who might know um so it made sense that now that you've told me all this that like they would be kind of drawn to like areas where there is more food more warmth etc yeah but I, I just remember walking through that park yeah well, so I, like i realized that they're different species but they're not assume... just even like they're not even the same order like they're completely different oh well i mean i, I think they look the same and they're they, they look very similar right and marsupials but i just don't want to like <laughs> no no, no, no. i completely yeah, understand i don't know I, how much I would, what I, I would assume that their behavior is somewhat similar given Probably, the yeah. behavior that i witnessed like yeah in that stretch and while in australia in general because like obviously they're nocturnal it would make sense with convergent um, evolution you know with them like uh, right right because they look um, similar they probably fill some similar niches they probably are, are similar yeah. yeah i mean like i don't know if they do like the whole fear and like playing uh, yeah like um Shock paralysis thing uh, yeah. but they definitely like it, it's one of those things that i was like when you're t- telling the story i just kind of thought back of 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 like this entire park filled with possums but it's interesting that like you know i was talking earlier about like how it would make sense that they would get hit because it would be fear but these possums obviously had done quite well in the middle of a city center mm-hmm. so like they were obviously very good scavengers and all that kind of thing i don't remember what my point was here but i wanted to tell that story because i thought it was very interesting and kind of like just like cool. odd compared to yeah, like what yeah. we what 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 we witness in the states because i've never seen anything like that in the states either yeah yeah so yeah they just get a bad rap, so bless you guys them. Love, love your possums. They're just doing the best, aren't they? Love your possums. <laughs> like, love your problems. Who knows? Maybe your possums are your problems. Yeah, and if you think they're ugly, then just Google the babies. Love thy really possums. <laughs> Sweet little possum babies. Mm. Well, that was yeah. lovely. Well, really this enjoyed. was enlightening. One hundred percent. Thank you so much. I. I love to, yeah, I love to talk about animals, and I love to listen to you guys talk. Today, I, I recommended your podcast to somebody who uh, was looking for a new one. So. Ooh, one new listener. Wow. Hello. Welcome, potential new listener. We're so sorry. We're wel- yeah, welcome. And sorry. Yeah, if you make it this far, they'll probably listen to the first episode and be like, what no. is this? Thought Ina's had more taste. So one of my favorite podcasts, everyone tells you, like, uh, when they recommend it to you, they say, uh, don't start listening till about, like, episode 60. Like, start at ep- episode 60. Mm. So you guys just need to get to, like, uh... Oh, God. Episode 60. <laughs> episode 60 without fans. 
<laughs> but I need the in- instant gratification. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get no, there. actually, I was told by a couple of my coworkers, not coworkers, um, colleagues, I don't know, like uh, yeah. the partners that I have within my own organization, um, not within my organization, they're, they're like colleagues. external partners. Yeah, um, but they had said today that they listened to the pod. Well, why aren't our numbers going up, Katie? That's what I need to know. <laughs> I'll be amazed if they make it to the end of this episode. Yay. <laughs> Just kidding. No, this is our, yeah, this was sorry, probably one of our best also, so far. I guess. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> this was an excellent episode. I'm amazed if they make it to the end of any episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope that, uh, yeah. I'm sorry to the people who come for, uh, who come for the... Um, the sea life because I, yeah we didn't provide but uh you know what <laughs> hopefully it's, you love possums um, stay in t- stay tuned we, we will have more sea life in the next episode yeah. but for now i think the opossums were excellent me too i approve as a sea person as an as a bird as a sea person you're not, not a bird, bird person. person you're explicitly not a bird person yeah um but thank you so much inez for being here it's been an amazing time having you. I know Ellie and I are looking forward to the next time that we can interact with you in future. Um, and I I'll guess for now, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess for now, what we'll say is um, just, you know, like Inez, um, stay periodically um, induced with alcoholic beverages if you would prefer that that mind state yeah not necessary but and also if you want to email in or get in contact our um Mm. email is intoxicologypodcast at gmail.com and we're at intoxicology on instagram and twitter uh if you enjoy the podcast please rate and review us so that others like you can also find the podcast because there's really not a lot of ecology podcasts out there and there might be a reason we talk about a lot of (laughs) other random shit we do like ecology. Thank you but, for joining um, us. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Inez, thank you again. Bye. Bye. Bye.